0: Welcome to the Jill on Money Call of the Week. Remember, we love to hear from you. Send us an email, ask Jill at JillonMoney dot ask Jill at JillonMoney or you can go on to the website JillonMoney.com. There's a contact us button right there. And tell us what you're thinking about and if you want to come on the air you can come on the air if not we'll just answer that email okay all right let's go and talk to John right now hey John welcome to the program what can I do for you
1: hey Joe glad to be here so I had a question for you me and my wife are about 28 and 29 years old and our goal is to reach financial independence by age 40 or about Wow
0: that's so, amazing yeah. so you are the fire people the financial independence retire early
1: we want to be yeah great so with that goal in mind we were wondering about how we should invest going forward over the next 11 or 12 years because our understanding is a 401k that sort of money would not be accessible until well after age
0: 40 so that, that's actually a very interesting comment you, you bring that up in and, and I just want to point that out to people for you know younger people listening normally we'll just sort of say to people hey max out your 401k but you're absolutely right if you tap that account before you're age 59 and a half there could be a problem let me ask, let me go back a second so you and your wife how much do you guys make together
1: a uh, little over 300k a year
0: okay Do you both have stable jobs?
1: Very stable.
0: Oh, I love very stable. Will either of you uh, be expecting a pension? No. Okay. Kids yet or no kids yet?
1: We're expecting uh, two kids this year.
0: What? Your wife's pregnant with twins?
1: Correct, yes.
0: Holy smokerinos. Oh, my (laughs) gosh. Okay. I'm excited for you. Thank you. Do you know the sex yet or sexes two girls two girl are they are they wait a minute would you know from you don't know from a sonogram whether they are fraternal or identical do you
1: they are fraternal okay um, we found that out a couple of weeks ago from the doctor
0: oh my gosh when do you guys do
1: in May somewhere around there
0: what are you going to do during the this period in terms of maternity paternity leave what are you planning on doing
1: so we're both fortunate that both of our companies will offer I think 90 days of leave
0: okay great now let's move on and see how are you currently managing the $300,000 a year that you're earning do you own a home
1: yes we own our home here and we also own a couple of investment properties
0: Oh, interesting the home here is worth the primary how much is that worth
1: about uh, 570 we just bought it last year
0: fantastic uh, what's the outstanding mortgage amount um,
1: 550
0: all right so you didn't put a lot of money down what's the yeah. rate what's the rate on that
1: uh, three point five two point six
0: that's like great that. is it fixed yes and 30 year 30 year okay so you're gonna stick around you bought that house because you got these twins you got to have a house okay investment properties what are they worth and what are their outstanding mortgage balances you can you know give me a yeah, one so by one
1: one is worth about eighty thousand it's a condo I bought in college
0: mm-hmm. and
1: I think we owe about 20 on it okay the other is the home we lived in before we moved to Virginia that is worth about 170 mm-hmm. and we would owe about 130
0: um, are you trying to sell it or are you just keeping it as income property
1: I am keeping them as income property for now
0: okay and when you look at the cash flow from these properties right now not you know pretending that the mortgage just sticks around forever what's the cash flow look like how much you bringing in every month
1: from both of the properties it would be about five or six hundred over expenses
0: that's fantastic and that's only going to improve if you really do keep them right over time so there's that passive income that's coming through all right are you both using 401ks through work
1: no so I use a 401k Uh, she has
0: a TSP okay and are you maxing them or not not maxing them what do you how much you putting into the 401k do you get a match
1: yeah we do get a match so about 5% goes into the 401k
0: and that's what you're putting in in terms of your contribution as well
1: yeah okay
0: and your wife what is she doing in the thrift savings plan
1: her thrift savings plan is 10% of her income so she makes about a hundred. Mm-hmm. So ten percent of that goes into her TSP.
0: Fantastic. Okay. So I know you're gonna have a ton of expenses coming up. I get that. But the way that life is being lived today, what is your cash flow on that three hundred after you've basically put the money into your retirement accounts and paid your basic bills? Is there money left over every month?
1: There's about I'd say average thirty five hundred left over.
0: Great that's fantastic and do you think that that's gonna change because of the kids in other words will you have to pay uh, someone to help you out in that in the house and babysitting or nanny or anything like that
1: yeah most likely
0: what how much of that do you think of the 3,500 a month is what do you think is just gonna go away at some you know essentially because of the kids probably about 2,000 a month if I'm being <laughs> yeah we're lucky all right so then there'll be 1,500 a month is what we're talking about yeah. Um, and by the way, while you have this fat cash flow and this nice surplus, we want you to be socking it away just in terms of some safe money. Do you have a, uh, let's call it an emergency reserve slash new babies fund?
1: Yes, about 40000 in cash.
0: Okay. How much do you have in each of your retirement accounts right now?
1: Um, not much. So I would believe in the PSPs there's about, fifteen or twenty 000, mm-hmm and in mine there's about fifteen thousand
0: okay any other investments out uh, besides those retirement accounts any brokerage accounts
1: small brokerage account with about five thousand
0: okay and there's no debt beyond the mortgage correct
1: so we do have student loans
0: oh now you tell me I'm just kidding okay yeah. how much
1: uh, hundred and twenty thousand
0: your wife is part of a TSP which makes me think that she is part of the government is she part of a um, student loan forgiveness plan
1: Uh, she's not okay
0: how are you you know when you told me you had thirty five hundred dollars a month that was free cash flow did that include paying down the minimum on the student loans or more than the minimum
1: we are paying more than the minimum on a student loan yeah because we don't want we don't want them to get bigger mm-hmm. with, with the interest.
0: Mm-hmm. Why the, the financial independence by 40? What's the f- 40 is obviously, uh, you know, sort of like an idealized number. But, you know, you guys are young. I'm wondering why you've put this goal out there.
1: It's not necessarily to, um, to, to retire, but I think after working for a couple of years, we've only been working for about two or three years, we both have kind of an entrepreneurial Uh, feeling inside of us. Mm -hmm. We kind of want to get to a place where we could afford to maybe start a business Mm. um, that might not be profitable for two or three years.
0: Interesting. Okay. So that's a little bit different. So I'm intrigued by that. Um, Okay. So generally speaking, I think that you guys are on track to at least try something like that. Obviously, the student loans are the sort of the boogeyman in all of this because I think you would probably feel a little bit uh, under the gun to start a new business carrying all of the the that debt into a new business so so by that time we'd want you to have those student loans paid off what are the interest rates about uh,
1: five to six percent
0: yeah I mean five to six is fine it's just it's not crazy it's not credit card rates but it's it's a high enough rate that I'd want you to get that paid off so that means that while you have this free cash flow you've got a couple of choices it sounds to me like the emergency reserve fund at least in the next I I would just take all of your free cash flow and throw it into that emergency reserve fund before the kids are born okay and don't do anything with it then once they're born what you really need to figure out is how's my cash flow and then from there you're gonna have a couple of decisions to make because you're going to have as I see it a few competing goals one is to get this non-retirement investment account, you know, built up from the 5000 that's in there. The second is the certainly to have the student loans paid off. And the third may be to establish an education fund, because obviously you guys are educated and that becomes something f- important to you. What you guys are going to need to figure out, and this is between the two of you, do any of these take precedence over the other? I think that you know almost no matter what I would want you to pay more down towards the student loans uh, going forward and maybe what you simply do is you take the income from the investment properties and pop that down on top of the student loans just say hey my investment properties are gonna help uh, accelerate my student loan pay down and then with the $1,500 a month you can either put that all into a brokerage account and just start to really crank and build that up or you can put some in the investment account, some in a brokerage account, and some in a 529 plan. The real point here is that you guys have to be on the same page about what's important to you. Have you had that conversation yet?
1: Yeah, we've had that co- a similar conversation to what you're referring to. I think we're both kind of watching and waiting now, having neither one of us been parents before. Yeah. It's exactly. <laughs> what that's going to look like but I I completely agree with your approach
0: yeah I think that that's really where I'd want to be now I don't know if you're really going to be able to make this shift or not I don't Um, and I think part of it has to do with the trajectory of your careers you're making 200 she's making 100 does that mean in three years you could be making a lot more do you project that is that something that could happen that's one thing but on the other hand as you said maybe you decide we're not happy both working full-time It doesn't make us feel good we want to you know have a little more flexibility and so you know one of us is going to have a job which is not going to be seeing huge upside growth all of these things are going to going to impact whether or not you can try to start a business or not but I think in the near term you know what you need to do right it's stockpile money be parents see how that feels and then I think that in the process, paying down student loan or accelerating the student loan pay down and building up your either your brokerage or your 529 accounts, whatever you choose to do, that could be a priority. And what you really need to figure out is the, you know, at the ripe old age of 28 and 29, starting your own business sounds great. That may not seem like something that's so great 10 years from now. It might be in, even in five years, you might say wow, to start your own business, maybe only one of us really wants to do that because we the other one wants to be able to work, get benefits, feel confident that you know there's no change to the cash flow. So I think you're a bit in flux. And whether you're going to be able to start that business or not in the next 10 or 12 years is really going to be uh, something you should just be open to. I wouldn't try to make, I wouldn't try to draw a line in the sand. I think it would be really important for you to be flexible in this period and it sounds like you are so I think you know you sound like you're in good shape I wouldn't go crazy and in terms of just the way you in, approach your investing I think being growth investors in your late 20s is an important goal in terms of long term money if in the next few years you start to really believe that yes we're gonna need some startup capital that money cannot be invested in such a risky way you have to be very careful about that
1: Agreed. agree
0: anything else do you guys have uh, a will
1: no we don't have a will
0: there is the gaping silence that I love it's that moment where you (laughs) say should I tell her the truth or should I lie all right I don't know her I'll tell her the truth so you're gonna need to get so you need to see an estate attorney I would do that sooner rather than later do you guys have life insurance for yourselves
1: only through work
0: okay so you're gonna need to do that as well can you buy more insurance through work I can so what you should do is you should play around with some insurance calculators and you may even want to go to we had a guest on the podcast uh, a couple months ago and her name is Jennifer Fitzgerald and her company is policy genius you might want to poke around there and look at some term life insurance you know if something happened to either of you you really want to make sure the other one is protected and so are those two little babies so get those things done give us a holler back if you need help I want you to be I don't even think you would say financial independence I think what you're saying is you want to have some options and those options should be open to you depending on whether you want them or not and you may have to something may have to give you might say it's more important for us to build up this business than send our kids to private university so we're gonna save up to do public and then also do this so it's going to be a really interesting um, journey for you guys and I wish you the best of luck Thank you so much. Take care. Good luck. That's it for the bonus call of the week. If you'd like to get on the air with us, just send us an email. Ask Jill at JillonMoney.com. We'll arrange to get you on. Talk to you next time.